Welcome back, Competitor Nation, to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. And today we're talking about procrastination. That's right. Sitting around, waiting, hoping things will get done, and just somehow not having the motivation to get it going. We're going to talk today how to get your butt in gear. So let's go. What's up, competitors? Jake here with a fresh episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast on a topic that so many of you have written in about, about how do I deal with procrastination? How do I find the motivation to overcome that feeling of being lazy and just get my butt in gear after our goals? Today, we're going to talk about how you do just that, how you fight procrastination, why it's honestly normal for everyone. Everyone feels procrastination. Everyone fights it. But there's some things that we can do to overcome it. So we're going to dive into that on this week's show. Before we dive into the show, quick reminder of two very important things. One, the easiest way to support the show is share this episode with someone you know. Send it in an email, post it on social, send a friend our way, introduce them to the Compete Everyday podcast, help support the show, grow the audience, help Other people just become equipped and encouraged to compete every single day. And then the second way to get rolling and going with this is easy. It's to leave us a quick rating and review on iTunes. All you got to do is click a couple buttons, leave a quick, hopefully five-star review, and quick review so other people can find the show and know what to expect when they choose to step into Competitor Nation. To get in touch with the show, email me at podcast at competeveryday.com. But now let's get our butts in gear, talking about how we get our butts in gear and overcome procrastination. I know that feeling. You know you need to get like this one thing done. It's been sitting on your to-do list for two weeks It's always nagging at your thoughts. You're playing this inner game in your head about, man, I need to get this done. Man, I need to get this done. You know it's important. You want to do it. So why do we always keep procrastinating from it? Why do we keep pushing it down the to-do list, keep pushing it down the priority list, even though we know we need to get it done? Procrastination is the trap that so many of us fall into so many times throughout the course of our life. Let's be honest, maybe even over the course of the last week or month. Many, many people describe people that battle procrastination as lazy or unmotivated. They're just too lazy to do the work. They, they know what they need to do. They want to do it. They're just too lazy. Tim Urban of the blog Wait But Why calls procrastination the action of ruining your own life for no apparent reason. I love that definition. In reality, more than anything else, procrastination is when we actively choose to do something that isn't what we know we need to be doing. It's when we knowingly and intentionally choose to do something that isn't what we know we need to be doing. We delay the important work for something that's honestly much, much less than. It's not just you, it's me, it's all of us. Our brains are programmed to seek easy rewards over meaningful ones. Because those easy rewards give us that quick feeling of accomplishment. We check the box. We scratch that thing off the to-do list. We work through those easy little things so much faster. And so they feel so much better. That's why we spend hours 
scrolling social media, but we struggle to spend 30 minutes working on a project. We get the immediate reward from scrolling social with new likes, new pictures, new comments, whereas we don't actually see or or feel that reward for working on that project. Our brains love that tangible reward now. They don't quite love that later reward that isn't quite clear and we're not quite sure what it's going to feel like. The problem we run into is that the more we procrastinate, the more we choose meaningless work over meaningful work, the more we build that muscle. We create that habit to keep doing the same. We create a system of bypassing the deep work that actually builds the big picture we want and replace it with just shallow work that gives us a quick fix, but like a drug addict's high, ends far too quickly and not really how we want to go out. And you you honestly can't even overlook the mental turmoil that you probably go through like I go through when we choose to procrastinate. We get on ourselves about procrastinating. We probably have a negative inner self-talk when we procrastinate because we know we need to be doing something different, but why can't we? So how do we get our butts up and in gear? How do we beat procrastination? Honestly, by getting started. And what I want to do right now is talk to you about a few steps that you can take, five specific steps that you can take to start battling procrastination, start winning the competition against procrastination. Number one, and you're probably not going to love this, but you've got to come to grips with what you're doing. What, what's the line, the first step to overcoming a problem is admitting that you have a problem. We have to build our self-awareness and be honest that we are actually procrastinating. We have to train ourselves to start recognizing those signals. You know, like when we keep pushing important work down farther and farther to down the to-do list till tomorrow or next week or next month, because there's easy things we can cross off right in front of it. Or when you know You need to start on something, but you keep choosing that busy work, those distractions, because you're just moving through them faster. Or, like we just talked about, when you start beating yourself up mentally about that one thing you should have already started, you should have already been working on, you just can't find a way to get going on it. You got to catch yourself. But you can only catch yourself when you start to recognize when you go down that path. I mean, it's okay if you even audibly get to the point of just telling yourself, Jake, you're procrastinating. Stop pushing off the important for what's immediate. Become more self-aware of when you start to slide into this path. So coming to grips with what you're doing, acknowledging it is the first step. The second step is then to create a detailed plan of tiny steps, teeny tiny Lego size steps. Because after recognizing that you're delaying the important, you need to start sketching the initial steps of your plan to get the work done. Being vague, that's what most of us do. We're vague. It destroys our chances of getting into gear. I had a coaching call with with one of my clients recently, and her goal was to write a client onboarding process, an employee onboarding process, a prospecting process, and she had all these things. And and the challenge she kept telling me is why she kept delaying doing it, why she was procrastinating, is because there were all these things she needed to do, but she was having problems taking it from her head and putting it onto paper. She knew all the stuff out there, but she was being vague. It was too big. It was too much. So she just kept procrastinating it. And so we talked about setting aside time every single day as a meeting, creating a detailed plan, teeny tiny step. What's the first, absolute first thing that would happen if you sign a new prospect? Well, she told me I would do X, Y, and Z. Awesome. 
That's the only thing you need to work on today. Write down X, Y, and Z. Just write down the first step. Break down this massive idea of creating this massive process into the teeniest, tiniest first step. And once you write that first step, when you walk in tomorrow, look at it and say, what can I add to it or what comes next? And build on it little by little by little. I mean, honestly, the funny part about this podcast episode is is when I was writing the outline for it and I was planning what I wanted to talk about and, and the tips I wanted to share with you, I was battling procrastination. I should have recorded this episode like two weeks ago. And so the first thing I did is I noticed that I was putting off recording this and writing this. Then I started to write an outline of the podcast. What are the small steps I need to put? What's my mini little checklist that I can create to get it going? We'll have to outline it. What's the first thing I want to teach? I have to record it. We have to edit it. We have to move it along. And so I I put everything into teeny tiny little steps so that I could start crossing them off. and, And they gave me small, tangible targets to aim at every day. Instead of just thinking in vague and big and all of the things I had to do, I just gave myself a small thing to focus on. And each time I achieved that small target, I was able to cross it off my list and give my brain that shot of accomplishment, that feeling that I got something done while simultaneously moving me forward toward my longer-term project. It's not bad to have easy, quick wins on your to-do list. The problem is most of us are doing the little things on our to-do list that aren't actually moving us forward. What we need to be doing is taking the big things that we're procrastinating about and turn them into teeny, tiny little steps, and then we just keep chipping away at them like we would anything else, but we're moving toward the big goals. The smaller steps help us achieve the bigger ones. Be specific, start small, and then number three, set a timer. Start your clock and set a timer for five minutes. James Clear in the book Atomic Habits even recommends just two minutes. The point is to set a timer for a really short amount of time to get you moving. You can stop after five minutes, but the hope is that once you get going, you'll want to keep going. Once you get your momentum moving, you'll want to keep moving, but if you don't, it's okay. Stop after five minutes knowing that you got started on something that you otherwise keep pushing off. This is important because it's going to build the confidence you would need to beat procrastination because it's going to demonstrate your ability, even if it's just five minutes, to take action when you're not motivated, to take action when you're battling procrastination. Show yourself that you can get started instead of sitting and waiting and procrastinating even longer, even if it's a short amount of time. Remember, 0.1 is still greater than zero. Number four, commit to your accountability publicly. My buddy Jason recently posted on Facebook his challenge to stop procrastinating his fitness and quote, get it back in gear. He was vulnerable with his shortcomings. He talked about his commitments to improve and then he shared that he'd be posting every day for accountability and he wanted to be held to it. He committed to stop procrastinating toward the challenging work of getting in shape. He talked about his health publicly, and by doing so, what he did is he increased his accountability to follow through. People saw what he was doing, and now they would expect him to stick to the work and update them on the progress. He even went so far as to create a Facebook group and invite a few people in where he was going to post update pictures every day. People could comment, people could call him out if they didn't see it, but the goal was to make sure he did the work. Be willing to share when you're procrastinating. Ask those closest to you to call you out when you don't get it done by your deadline. So number one, get real. Come to grips with what you're doing. Call it out. Number two, create a detailed plan of small steps. 
Think Legos. Number three, set a timer. Number four, commit to your accountability publicly. And number five, when all else fails, crank up that music. Literally, the last step to battling your procrastination after hitting those other four steps is crank up your favorite playlist. Hit start on that timer and just go. It may be Metallica, it may be ACDC, you may be a Cardi B fan, who knows what it is, but if your move, music makes you get up and move, use it. You don't need to feel motivation because at this point, you've set the timer, you have the small steps, you just need to go. So crank up the music and go. I, I even have shared a Spotify playlist of mine in the show notes for something I like to listen to when I'm just kind of dragging my feet. It's kind of that cue after I've set the timer, after I've texted a buddy to just go. Procrastination doesn't have to rule your life. You don't have to beat yourself up mentally for feeling, quote, lazy, and, and, and you can have a game plan to beat it. You can create and use this game plan to beat it before you face it the next time because it inevitably will show up in the next week or month for you. Everyone fights procrastination. Here's the key. Average people procrastinate the meaningful work because they don't see immediate results. They do this their entire life. Champions, though, champions create a plan to overcome that procrastination so they can complete the necessary work to win their championships. And I hope you do the same. Pursue your victory today, competitor. Quit procrastinating. I'm cheering for you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. To listen to past episodes, be sure to check out podcast.competeveryday.com. And to get in touch with the show, email us at podcast at competeveryday.com. Everybody wants to win, but not everybody's willing to compete for that victory. Since you're one who will, show up today and win. We're cheering for you.